0: Everybody, and welcome to episode one of the best DC Comics podcast and that is not pretentious maybe it's not arrogant eh. it's more about what I will be talking about on this podcast this is a podcast that I want to do and have wanted to do for a while because I will get to pick and choose and talk about the best stories that DC Comics has ever told I do the weekly podcast with Eric, the weekly review podcast, every Sunday night here on this feed. And that is one of those where we just talk about every issue or almost every issue that comes out. And we don't get to pick, okay, we like that. Now, hey, we don't like that. We won't talk about it. No, we talk about each one. Sometimes it gets a little bit, you know, discouraging for me. I'm talking, I get a little depressed if I don't like what's coming out at that point or we have a show where you know the best book that is on it we give a six five you know stuff like that i want to love all the comics but not going to fake the funk so that weekly show it is it's more of a crapshoot of okay i hope that i love all these now this show though we get to set it up to love everything you know these are the best deals and it'll remind me you everybody Recharge our batteries of why we love DC comics and why we love these characters. Going back and talking about some of the older, it doesn't have to be, you know, way, way old either. This is everything's up for grabs. Uh, but there's always those stories that, you know, somebody loves. It's their favorite story and it's really good, but it's not really one that a lot of people are aware of. And that's kind of what I'm hoping to get a lot of from here or just kind of have a refresher of all these great stories. Now, I was trying to think of what I should start with, and it it came down to the Trinity, Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman. And so I just decided, and it kind of was almost like a flip of a coin, or just deciding, I'm going to start with Action Comics number one, the first appearance of Superman. And then as we go, we'll go through things. And like I said, it's not chronological. We could do one shots, we could do events, we could do you know a lot of different arcs, all that stuff all rolled into one. And I am hoping that people will end up giving me suggestions so that we can all, you know, learn some things as we're going and find out that there are some things that we weren't aware of that are really awesome. So with that, let me tell you, go over to Twitter, follow us at Weird Science DC. If you follow us, I will follow you back 100% and then you can send me a message, you know, of what you would want me to read and talk about. If you're already following us, you certainly then can already send me any sort of messages about Anything to do with this and not even just this podcast, whatever you want to talk about, that's fine with me. Also go over to our website, weirdsciencedccomics.com, where you can read the reviews for the current books coming out each week, almost all of them on the site. And then at the end, you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science and support us for these shows, including, you know, the two new ones, this one and the Secret Origins podcast. But then also get a ton of shows in return. I don't like to have the Patreon set up of, hey, give us money because of what we're doing and that's that. I like to have it as something that you get more bang for your buck. And pretty much what I like to think of it as is a, a podcast network all rolled up into one on the Patreon where we have Marvel, DC, indie comic shows. We have cartoon shows, movie shows, pop culture shows, all that stuff all going on there each level you get more shows up until the badass levels where you end up being able to pick a lot of things including our weekly spotlights and things like that but with all that said right before we go into this let me we have here's the schedule what we're i'm gonna try to do we have sunday night the weekly show that you know is the main show on the feed then wednesday Every other Wednesday, I'm thinking at this point, but who knows, I get excited about things Every other Wednesday, we'll have this podcast, the Best DC Comics Podcast And then on Fridays, every Friday, we'll have the Secret Origins Podcast So all of that, all on this feed here, we'll get everything settled We'll talk about all this stuff as we go through this But I want to get into this, I want to start this off And like I said We're going to start with Action Comics number one. Let me quickly tell you about NordVPN. NordVPN is an easy-to-use program that is your passport to a world of entertainment. What does that mean? Well, if you're in the United States and you want to watch the UK Netflix because it still has Rick and Morty and friends on it, you can do that. If you want to watch Peaky Blinders early so you can spoil everything to your friends, I, you don't want to be a jerk like that, but, but NordVPN will allow you to be a jerk just like that. I mean, really, you want to watch the latest Ryan Reynolds movie, but it's only streaming in Australia. Australia, you can use NordVPN to do that. And most important in my mind for this podcast you're listening to, if you're outside of the United States and want to read all those comics on the DC infinite app, NordVPN will allow you to do that as well. Plus, and make sure everything you're doing is secure, even if you're on one of those crazy hot spots at the Starbucks. You, you don't want people looking over your shoulder when you're online. Why would you want to do that virtually? Just get rid of them. Nobody needs to see that. NordVPN will stop hackers from getting your information and will keep those prying eyes away from what you're doing online. And I'm not here to judge anybody. How I'm not saying you. what you're doing is bad, good, but, but NordVPN... It's not going to judge you either. It's just going to be there to protect you. So go to nordvpn.com slash weirdpod or use the code weirdpod to get 73% off your two-year plan plus four bonus months for free. And be quick because this offer is for a limited time. Only those links will be in the show notes of this podcast. And it's the equivalent of buying a cup of coffee every month. And and really, if it's Starbucks, holy moly, that coffee's expensive. That's a small price to pay for premium cybersecurity and access to vast amounts of entertaining content. There's a 30-day money-back guarantee if NordVPN is not for you. It's risk-free. Just give it a shot. Remember, NordVPN is your passport to a world of entertainment. And Action Comics number 1 has a cover date of June 1938, actually published on April 18, 1938. Most People Are Aware, written by Jerry Siegel, Pencils and Inks by Joe Schuster, edited by Vincent Sullivan, a story called Superman, Champion of the Oppressed. Now, remember, this is an anthology book. It's coming out, it's like most of the books coming out at that point, in particular, Detective Comics, again, an anthology book. And at this point, you end up having Siegel and Schuster writing the Slam Bradley story in Detective Comics. And when this came out, it was around... Issue number 16 of that story, so still a bit before Batman hits the Detective Comics deal. Now, on our Patreon, I have a podcast where I've talked up till almost, you know, issue 20 of Detective Comics, the Slam Bradley stuff. And remember that Slam Bradley can be, you know, a little bit rough. You know, it's a little racist, sexist, all that Thank goodness for the most part you end up having Siegel and Schuster almost like getting that out of their system going into Action Comics but I will mention as we go through this the idea and it happened with you know the way Joe Schuster drew Slam Bradley who looked just like Superman but a lot of people in these early issues of Detective and then in Action Comics the Superman story a lot of the male figures all look like clark kent or superman and it's funny because when i read it sometimes i like to get a little goofy and i think of it almost like an eddie murphy with the clumps like it actually is clark as all these different things in his mind going on and it just makes me giggle still though with the art in this it's really it's above what was actually coming out at the time so i will give i'm not really dissing joe schuster too much because the art Is really good But again remember this is an anthology book And in this first issue Here are some of the other stories That we won't be talking about But just to remind people Chuck Dawson, Zatara, The Mystery of the Freight Train Robberies Sticky Mitt Stimpson He had a feature The Adventures of Marco Polo Pep Morgan, Scoop Scanlon And Tex Thompson Now with that you have a lot of alliteration In these names So that kind of plays into What you end up getting in The Superman book as well But with this it is Superman champion of the oppressed And it starts Out with a origin story Now with that This is why I like to talk about Stuff like this because a lot of people In their mind even I'm not saying That they're faking the funk I'm saying in their mind They're like oh yeah I've read action comics I've read that number one issue Sometimes you find out that They might have thought that they read it and they didn't, or maybe they didn't even read it, but they had this idea of what it's about. They've seen the classic cover, Superman picking up the the automobile and smashing it into the rock, things like that. But then they start to, you know, put things together. It's almost like the idea of when you're watching a movie, somebody says, hey, have you seen Goodfellas? And you're like, oh, my God, I've seen it a million times. Well, in actuality. You've only seen it, or maybe not, but you've seen scenes, but you've seen every scene. And that's where I kind of get when I talk to some people about, hey, did you actually ever read Action Comics number one? And some people, well, I think I did. I might have. And then when you start to talk, oh, well, what was it about? You know, what happened? Oh, it, it showed you Krypton, and it ended up where the Kents found Superman. That does not happen in this first issue. It doesn't happen at all. What you end up getting is a very, very brief, a very quick origin, basically saying as a distant planet was destroyed by old age, a scientist placed his infant son within a hastily devised spaceship, launching it towards Earth. that That's all you get of Krypton, all of that. No names, nothing that. When the vehicle landed on Earth, a passing motorist discovering the sleeping babe within turned the child over to an orphanage. After where its attendants unaware of the child's physical structure was millions of years advanced of their own, they were astounded at his feats of strength. And, and I think most people have seen this. It's pretty funny. It's like the Gadzooks moment. You end up having the attendants at the orphanage that look more like scientists at this point. The guy has like glasses with a lanyard. They pop off in amazement as little baby Superman in his diaper picks up a chair over his head. Now, when you get into this, this is the first page. We're going to get to the point where you seemingly get, you know, Superman, Clark Kent's secret identity. But before that, it looks like he's willy-nilly going around and showing people his feats of strength. Now, this is also, Superman does not fly at this point. He leaps, and it's very specific. He can leap an eighth of a mile. All right, he can hurdle a 20-story building. He also has... Tremendous strength and can lift tremendous Weights now this is where I was saying about You better watch out Clark Because he seemingly goes to a Construction site and just starts Picking up steel girders over his head Like hey boys look at me I mean Where is this point where people like Who's this freak let's get him Now with that you also get he runs faster Than an express train Again a suited up and I'm talking You know a suit and coat and tie Clark Kent racing A express train well with that he decided early and very quickly early clark decided he must turn his titanic strength into channels that would benefit mankind and so was created superman champion of the oppressed the physical marvel who had sworn to devote his existence helping those in need now i just want to push this aside it's not going to get too political but when people start yelling about well where's the american way that's what it always was it wasn't this is just superman Helping the oppressed and I Like that you know you can go with Anything else you go with since then But really to the heart of the matter Is Superman helping Anybody in need now You start off this issue And those in need It's a very peculiar Bunch of people that are in need Including one that The person in need I, I think they Needed more attention being Paid to them but Before we get into that, you also have the idea where I think that, you know, Siegel and Schuster want to make sure that while this is a superhero book, it will make sense to kids and everybody reading it with the idea that, Hey, listen, you've all heard that ants can pick up, you know, 800 times their own weight. You, you see a grasshopper, the size of a grasshopper. You've all seen a grasshopper leap. And boy if that was human size they so they do have that a scientific explanation of Clark Kent's amazing strength and it says hey you know he's from this advanced deal and, and again this has nothing to do with the sun this has nothing to do even with gravity which actually threw me off I would have thought that they would have played with the idea of gravity but it is this idea that the physical structure of Clark Kent of Superman and his species They are so advanced, millions of years in advance, that they end up being stronger. They're faster. You know, all this stuff has to do with just the idea that, oh, my God, this this civilization was around so much. There you go, evolution, whatnot. And it does say that's what it is. It's like a a lowly ant or a grasshopper. So it makes sense. And I think that was kind of a cool little addition just so kids could be like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Let's go. Well, the first thing that Superman seemingly does as a superhero is he's leaping. Again, there is no flying here. There's a lot of times he looks like he is jumping hurdles high above, you know, Earth. He has a woman who is bound and gagged, and he's carrying her under an arm as he leaps towards the estate of the governor. He ends up landing on the governor's estate. He puts this woman under a tree, says, make yourself comfortable. I haven't. I don't have time to attend to you know making you comfortable. Plus, we find out this lady is is a bad person. So you end up having Superman. He knocks on the governor's mansion, there you know, an attendant comes, the butler comes. Hey, can I help you? It's it's you know an insane hour for somebody to call calling on the governor. I got to talk to the governor. It's a life and death matter. You know. Hey, see him in the morning. Slams the door on Superman's face. Now this Superman at the beginning he doesn't take off. I mean, this Superman is not a guy who's going to say, well, this is the governor's mansion, and yeah, it is late, so I really shouldn't just come calling now. He rips the door off the hinges. He just completely rips the door, goes in, and then says to this guy again, I will see him now. And this guy says, whoa, 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 that's illegal entry. You know, I'm going to have you arrested. Superman again says, listen, are you going to take me to the governor? The guy says, I won't. Superman says, OK, picks him up one handed over his head and starts going up the stairs and says, I will take you to him. Then they end up going here. And I, I don't know how governor's mansions are made or whatnot. Seemingly, they have a bedroom that has a giant steel door. You, you can't get into the bedroom of the governor because there's a steel door. This guy ends up saying, huh, now you're not going to be able to see the governor. He's still going with this play. Not even asking, why do you have a cape on? (laughs) What's this outfit? But he says, you can't get in here. This is an outrage. I'm calling the police because you you can't get through this door. It is steel. So Superman tries to open it. It's locked. He's like, it's locked. And then the guy in Superman's mind seemingly gives him a, you know, ultimatum, maybe a, a bet. Hey, you can't knock this door down, can you? And so he does. Superman rips the steel door. Off of its hinges throws it And then basically says to the guy That was your idea And there is the governor just sleeping in there he turns on his, his bed light boop, Puts it on is like What's the meaning of this Well now Superman pulls out some papers And we get what this is all about Supposedly at this point a lady Is going to be electrocuted And I mean electrocuted She is being put on the electric chair for murder Superman has figured out that that's not the case And he has brought a written confession and the woman. That's who we had earlier was found and gagged and put under the tree. That's the woman who is actually guilty. While that's going on, you want to have, you know, the readers find out how cool Superman is. What are his powers? What's going on? We've already seen him ripping doors off of hinges. We saw him leaping above buildings and we even had the setup at the beginning, you know, faster than the speeding train, all that stuff, but you want more. And what you end up getting then is this butler. He goes off to get his gun, and he comes in, and it says, "I mean, you got to give this guy a break." Superman, nobody knows who Superman is. He seems comes in and breaks into the governor's mansion, goes to get to the governor's, yelling at him. So this guy goes and gets a gun and says, I, "I'm going to shoot you. You're an intruder. This you can't do." This Superman says, "Put the toy away." And the guy shoots him, shoots him right in the chest. Well, the bullets end up deflecting off Superman's chest because that doesn't hurt him. So as a reader, you find out, oh my God, you know, he's stronger than a speeding bullet, all this stuff. Well, while that's going on, you have another funny little thing that I like, but it disappears too quick because you end up seeing a clock on the right corner of the panel that tells you how much time the governor has to call in that stay of execution because of, you know, this lady being innocent. It only goes from 12 minutes then to nine. And and then the governor calls and he's like, hey, don't, you know, put that lady in an electric chair. She's innocent. I just looked at this. You know, let's look at the evidence. And that is where we see this lady who's like down on her knees, like, thank you. Thank you. You didn't kill me. And Superman says, hey, the, the real killer out there on your lawn, go get an I'm out. He ends up disappearing. a la like a Batman ends up while the butler and the governor turn the other way. Superman flies out He gets out of there. The next day, you see Clark Kent. You see Clark Kent pretty much for the first time here as he's going to work at the Daily Star. And you end up having a guy with the newspaper. Hey, Kent, did you see this? You know, this curry girl was innocent, the woman who ended up not being electrocuted. And he's like, oh, let me see. He looks and he's like, thank God there's no mention of Superman. He wants to keep this on the down low. Now, you get a quick deal with the governor then meeting with a bunch of people and saying, you know, this guy is beyond human, you know, and this could go one of two ways. Obviously, you could have a Lex Luthor way of, you know, we got to find out what this is. This is a threat. We go, No, no, no. Just ends up saying, thank God, you know, this guy seems like he's on the side of law and order. You know, we can rest easy. Thank goodness. Well, you end up where Clark gets called into the chief of the Daily Star, who ends up saying, hey, Clark, what do you know about do you hear about the Superman I hear rumors of a Superman you end up Clark. what he's like all upset and you end up having the chief say hey what what I need you to do I want you to go out I want you on the beat I want you to find out all about the Superman I want you to report on just Superman are you, are you up to the job Clark's like well actually I think that I probably am the best one for that job If if anybody can get anything on Superman I think it's me It's almost like he's nudging the chief And winking wink, wink. So you have that setup up Where Clark Kent now is going to report On Superman all these things He goes out into the, the bullpen Of the newspaper The Daily Star and, and this guy again I said earlier A guy who looks just like Superman Ends up saying to Clark Hey Kent we got a phone in tip So oh my god we got a scoop What's a scoop there's a wife beating going on at two eleven Court Avenue. And and the thing that got me here is I'm thinking the idea, okay, this is a phone in tip. It's not one of those like, hey, we intercepted a police radio call. Seemingly somebody out there in Metropolis is, you know, calling in where there's a wife beating going on and calling in the newspaper before maybe even calling or ever calling the police department. And then I'm thinking like what is Clark Kent going to do? Like the idea, we got a scoop. What is he going to go? Interview the wife-beater? What kind of story is this a scoop for? What it really is, is for Superman to go and stop this guy. Now, this is what I said earlier about the idea of the oppressed and the people who need help. The lady who is getting beaten, she is just there laying on the floor. I don't know if she's alive at this point, And they never do tell you or get back to it. Because it's just Superman showing up then. And I'm telling you, as he is going into the room, he's he's ripping off the clerk, can't close, and says, Hey, hold it there, wife beater. The guy's there with this belt, about to hit this lady, and Superman picks him up and then throws him into the wall and says, You're not fighting a woman now, you're fighting a man. Let's go. This guy, you know, he pulls a knife, tries to stab Superman again, showing the you know, the powers and things like that. The knife breaks. It bends and breaks. Then this guy's so scared, as, you know, most pieces of crap like this would be, and faints. So Superman puts him on the ground and then gets back into his Clark Kent suit because he hears the police sirens coming. Now, I wonder if the police are showing up because of a report of this guy beating up the woman, or is it that? Superman again ripped the door off its hinges Threw a guy into a wall And there is a lot of noise going on I don't know The police come in There's Clark Kent there with this guy who's fainted Police are like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, Captain uh, Yeah, I, I just came by to see the story uh, Looks like Superman paid a visit Again, not many people would know about Superman at this time And this, this apartment is destroyed Now, what is this guy going to tell people? When he gets but we never get to that, we don't even see if the woman's okay. You just zip back to the Daily Star, where Clark Kent is looking for a date for that night. He goes over to Lois Lane and says, "Hey, Lois, how about a date tonight?" She, out of pity it seems, says, "Well, I'm going to give you a break. You know, I will go out with you tonight." So then you go right to it later that night. Clark's there, and if they're dancing. He's like, you know, why do you always avoid me at the office, Lois? Why don't you pay attention to me? Lois, not even looking at Clark, you can tell she is not having any sort of good time. Says, oh, Clark, I've been scribbling sub stories all day long. Don't ask me to dish out another. Basically going to tell him, I don't like you. I I, I don't like you. She's going to hate him more after this night. But that's where you start getting the secret identity in the Clark Kent stuff. Because while they are dancing You have a bunch of, you know, hoods, some gangsters. They're there at this club, and they're looking, hey, look at that dame dancing with that square. I'm going to go in, and I'm going to cut in. You end up, and this is Butch. The one guy with him says, oh, Butch, you know, that's his, that escort. He's not going to like it. Yeah, well, I'll push him in the face. This other guy who seemingly, you know, loves drama says, ooh, this is going to be good. And so Butch goes over and says, hey, I'm cutting in. Clark at first says, whoa, 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 this is no robber's dance. You're not coming in here. And then he's like, oh, yeah, you want to give me lip? I'm going to hit you in the face. And that's where Clark, and this is probably, in my mind, the best part of this issue, is actually showing you the idea that to be a secret identity of Superman, Clark has decided to be the timid Clark Kent and says in his mind, you know, he adheres to his role of a weakling. And says, oh, you know, come on, Lois, be reasonable. Because at one point, Lois then says, hey, give it to him. Suck this guy. And he realizes, I, I can't do that because that's not the persona I've been playing. So he says, be reasonable with this guy, Lois. He just wants a dance. You know, dance with him once and we'll leave. Lois says, you know, really? You're not going to stick up for me? You know, how about this? And turns around and slaps Butch right in the face, slaps him right in the face. And I love this too, because Clark ends up in his mind saying, good for you, Lois, but then actually yells out, Lois, don't. Butch then pushes Clark by the face, says, you le- weak livered pochette, get out of here. As Lois gets her coat and leaves. She's like, I haven't enough of you two. You can do whatever you want. I'm leaving. You end up having Clark run out, Lois hails a taxi Clark yells in, hey Lois, You know what are you doing? But Lois, and she said, you wanted to know why I don't like you, why I avoid you It's because you're a coward, you're an unbearable coward, get out of town And she ends up, takes off in this taxi Well, a few minutes later, as it seems, Clark gets in his Superman outfit He's up above on the roof of this club You end up seeing Butch and the gangster say, I'm going to get that dame, actually calls her a skirt, I'm not going to let that skirt, you know, make me look the fool, and gets in their car, and they go out. Well, you end up, and again, you want to wonder what happens to certain people here. Lois is in a taxi. Butch and his cronies end up running the taxi off the road. Lois ends up getting grabbed. What happened to the taxi driver? (laughs) He might be dead. Nobody cares. And Butch and the gangsters grab Lois, put her in the car, and they're going off. And as a bit of foreshadowing, the one gangster says to Butch, Hey, Butch, what if we meet that escort guy, that weak-livered guy? He's like, I wish I would. As they almost run into Superman. Superman is standing right in the middle of the road as the gangsters almost drive into him. Well, with that, Superman leaps over the car, just jumps over the car. Butch thinks it's the devil himself. And starts chasing the car down. Butch is flooring it, but he can't get away. And Superman eventually picks up the car. We're getting right to where we'll get that iconic cover image. But at first, Superman—it's—it's like he's got a thing of Tic Tacs. He's there shaking the car around and then putting it as the gangsters and Lois fall out the windows. He grabs Lois so that she doesn't hit. The rest of them are just falling all over the place. And then, just to put an exclamation point of it, he rams the car. Into the side of like a, a mountain type deal These rocks He just smashes it like we see on the cover And the, the gangsters all run You end up having Superman go and grab Butch Flies him up onto a telephone pole And then just hooks him there like a bully But Butch is a jerk So he can do that at the one point But get me out of here Okay, well, no, no don't. No, he's just going to drop him Superman goes back to Lois, leaps into town, or at least the outskirts of it. remember, not flying, leaping, and then leaves her there and says, I don't think you should report on this, Miss Lane. This is something that should not be in the paper. You know, Lois, she ain't going to listen to that. She goes to the chief and says, hey, I have a story on Superman. Well, first off, that's Clark Kent's territory, but also the funny thing is, The chief almost acts like, oh, look at Lois, that drinker. Says, are you sure you didn't see pink elephants? Now, with that, these stories of Superman are kind of going about. Why would he think that Lois is lying or was drunk? So funny. Uh, You end up where she goes. She sits down. She's mad. She wanted that story. She wanted to report it. Well, Clark goes over to Lois then and says, hey, Lois, sorry about last night. Lois, she, she ain't talking to him. She is giving him the colder shoulder uh but then that's when you keep going and a lot of people again when you think about action comics a lot of times you think of that being the ending we're not done because there's a weird deal that leads to a cliffhanger because the chief then calls clark hey i know you're doing the superman stuff but we also we need some headlines i'm going to send you down to south america where the country of san monte is stirring things up. There's a war going on. I want you to go down, get me lots of pictures, get on the train, get going. And the weirdest thing is Clark then decides, I don't think I'll do that. He gets on the train and heads to Washington, D.C. Now, with that, you're you're expecting that he knows something more uh, because, you know, again, there's a South American country that's having a civil war type deal. So maybe he's going to Washington, D.C., To see what might be causing that, that we're not aware, but it's something, but it's not because you end up, he goes to Congress, he's checking out things, he ends up seeing Senator Barrows, who's pushing some legislation. And then afterwards, he's seen with a very shady guy, a very shady guy who he is one of these guys who, you know, he's a lobbyist, the slickest lobbyist there is, but nobody knows what interest he backs. Who is backing this guy? Well, what it ends up happening is, They're seemingly going to pass legislation to get the U.S. into the, you know, things happening in Europe, almost getting into what would be World War II coming up earlier. Nothing to do with South America or Salem. But with that, Superman is listening in because the senator is like, I can't be seen with you. Get out of here. We'll talk later. Superman then uh, hangs outside the window. Of the this senator And hears him talking to this lobbyist About the idea Nobody's aware of what this bill really is This will get us, you know, embroiled with Europe This will end up making us money All these bad things And you end up where the lobbyist he's going to leave And Superman ends up Because it's like, the senator says I suppose you're going to be well taken care of yourself Because they're going to be rich The lobbyist goes out of the room Superman's like, hey, you bet he will And ends up going and confronting him this guy tries to, you know, punch Superman. He grabs him, but then actually grabs him by the leg and leaps out of the window of the building. Again, just leaping with this guy. Ends up landing on telephone wires. And there's a weird little deal there where this guy's like, Oh my god, we're gonna get electrocuted. And Superman, no, no, no. You we won't because birds go on these wires. Now, if we touch the pole and we're grounded, yeah, then we're in big trouble. Then you'll and he kinda like pretends he's going to do it he he wants to know who is backing this guy this is all this is who is backing you what lobbyist type deal are you doing to try to convince our senators to go into the european war now with that i want the chief to call him like how is it down in south america and that just got pushed aside but with that it ends with them on these telephone wires and then superman saying hey We're going to jump towards the Capitol building. Look at it. Pretty cool, right? Why don't we pay it a visit? Why don't we jump to it? And then it ends up jumping and ends up where it's, oh, my God, doggone it, I missed, as he's getting towards the deal. And so you have all this going on with them going to the Capitol and says to be continued. Uh, Again, that, that ending just kind of pops in, the ending with the Senator Barrows and the lobbyists. But it's a cool deal. It's a cool cliffhanger with it. It does end with. And so begins the startling adventures of the most sensational strip character of all time, Superman—a physical marvel, a mental wonder. Superman is destined to reshape the destiny of a world. Only in action comics, don't miss the next issue, and you, you continue on and see that you know it, it. It actually one of the things that it does. You know, it shows that Superman is going to be involved in personal things, Lois Lane, some gangsters in Metropolis, but also bigger things that you know have the whole you know world or country at stake. So he's there. To help everyone Everybody who's oppressed All of these things going on But yeah, there, there's some funny stuff in it But it is, it's is—it's great it, It's really good It gets you all excited And just to think of being, you know, a young kid You're like, oh, I'm going to check this out I would have been pretty fired up This guy leaping around and, and I like that too Where you start with this And yeah, it's Superman But it's a more grounded Superman Because I can think in my mind Oh, if I was just stronger I could leap like that I could be that fast. I get, it's not like, oh man, he's flying. I wish I could fly, whatever. You could actually just pretend you're Superman by leaping around. You know, you read this as a kid and then you go outside and you're leaping, look at me, I'm Superman, leaping around. That'd be fun. A- as a kid myself, at one point, I wanted to fly like Peter Pan and I ended up climbing up on this big giant, uh, it was a sliding board and I jumped off and I ended up slitting my chin open and breaking my nose for the first time um, which was many times after that But again, I, I should have just started Leaping around, and I would have been fine I wouldn't have hurt myself, but yeah, this is A classic, and everybody Should read it, everybody should go back and read it A couple times, you know, now and again, maybe once A year, we get together, we all Read Action Comics, number one The Superman story, just to kind of reset Things and whatever, but yeah, I really enjoyed it And I had fun with it, I also really Like the, you know, kind of Jerky Superman, who if you're doing bad stuff, he's not going to be nice to you. He is really, I mean, that white beater deserved everything he got, probably deserved way more. And Superman's just slamming him into the wall and, and just talking trash to him. So I really did like that. And the idea of the timid Clark, let's play that role so that nobody would ever think. And again, that's part of the deal, not just the glasses, not just that. It's the idea of how could Clark Kent be Superman? I mean, that guy's afraid of his own shadow. Like Stuff like that really works out. So I really did like this. Now, again, this is coming out earlier than I would have had it come out. This podcast will come out on Wednesdays. I'm recording this on a Monday. So this is, But this Wednesday, I think I will have the second episode where I will go through Detective Comics number 27, the first appearance of Batman, and then we'll get into a regular schedule and we'll hit Wonder Woman. And then from there on out, This isn't a secret origins deal. It almost feels like it right now, but from then, we'll just go with whatever people want to listen to, whatever I find out, just great stories, great things. Again, they don't have to be one shots. They can be arcs. They can be events. We'll we'll get into a lot of big things, but I hope people will enjoy this. I'm just kind of doing this. Again, a lot of the things that I end up doing are like, you know, hey, I think I'll do that today, and I just end up doing it. So hopefully this came out, you know, good. And I hope people enjoyed it. got you know a couple of smiles and stuff like that, and go off and read it. obviously, if you have the d c infinite app, this is in that app. This is part of it. You can go and read it and check it out and you know have some fun with it. But thanks, everybody. I hope that you continue to enjoy this as something else to listen to during the week, especially if you you know are a little down with some of the comics lately or or whatnot. We'll go and we'll do this all the best stuff so thanks and. I will talk to you later.